to Unapologetically Black Unicorns. This is Karis, your podcast host, and guess what? It is still recovery month. Of course it is. It's recovery every day. But you know, someone asked me, well, how did I know that I was in mental health recovery? So it reminded me of, you know, something that happened years and years ago, and it was about a rose. And I have to ask myself every time I see one, is a rose just a rose? So I was coming out of my house one day, and this is when I lived in Pasadena, California. And many people know Pasadena is the city of roses. We have uh, the Rose Bowl, the New Year's Rose Parade. The city, in other words, is filled with roses. So I was coming out of my house, and a voice said, smell the rose. And it was a command. And it was smell the rose. And it was a particular rose. It was a rose that I happened to be looking at little bud that I happened to be looking at. And it wasn't a solo rose, but it was a bunch, you know, that rose had a bunch of relatives, as I like to say. There were other roses that lined both sides of the sidewalk um, entry into my building. And I just kept hearing this voice, smell the rose. I kept staring at the rose, wondering about the voice, because this is a new voice. And I've been instructed, actually, to ignore the voices. Smell the rose. Dang it, I whispered. And I tried to keep walking, but I actually couldn't. And I guess I'm going to have to smell this rose in order to get unstuck or to move forward. So I was looking around. Well, you know, if you're a person who is a voice hearer, so some of you might know this at least, that when you hear voices that others don't hear, and especially when you respond to those voices, you tend to take a little bit of a look around to see if anybody's watching. So no one was around and I bent down and I, well, I smelled the rose. And that's when I realized a rose is just not a rose. It actually was like a light went off when I inhaled the fragrant gift that this rose had to offer. I was literally caught off guard. I was surprised. And the only word I can think of is I was amazed. I wasn't amazed, but I was A-W-E amazed. It wasn't just the smell. And trust me, I actually don't like the smell of roses. They actually remind me of funerals. They're quite funereal. And I'll never remember years ago being in an elevator in New York. And there was another man in the elevator with me. And he had a strong scent of roses, like some kind of perfume or fragrance. And I said, wow, you smell like roses. And He said, yes, I work for, I think it was Calvin Klein or something like that. And there was this new perfume out that had this essence of rose. And I said, oh, right, right, right. I've heard of it. He goes, do you like it? And I had to tell him, no, actually I didn't. And I found it quite funereal. (laughs) It's so funny. Well, it turned out the guy developed that fragrance and he worked for, it was Calvin Klein or whomever. So it was a little embarrassing. But, you know, I'm not a real fan of the smell of roses. And I hadn't even really thought much about all the roses that there are in Pasadena, all the roses that I see around where I live, and smelling them. So I stopped smelling that rose, and I took a step back to look at it. And it wasn't just a red rose. It had all this texture and nuances. It had perfections and flaws. There was morning dew on its petals and on the leaves. It was shades of red. It looked sometimes like velvet. It was so deeply smooth. And it was surrounded by leaves that were green, 
but actually they just weren't green. They were different shades of green. Okay, how could this be? And how could it be that I never noticed this before? Especially, I was looking at that green and I thought, okay, let me do a double check. I know trees have leaves that are green. So let me look up and double check. What are the color of the leaves on the trees? Look up, said the voice, look up. And I was like, okay, with this voice, all right, all right, I'm looking up. So I see the leaves and they are not only green, but they're various shades of green. There were budding leaves that were a light green mixed in with darker shades of green. And it was everywhere. Look down, look down. Oh my gosh. So now why am I looking down? Damn it, this voice, it just like, give me a moment. I'm, I'm really trying to revel in what the trees are revealing. The elm, the oak, the palm, tr the trees that I don't even have names for. I don't know what they're called, but they reveal their wonder to me as I gaze really on their beauty. So the voice insists. So I obey and I look down and literally what the absolute heck. What is all of this purple? It is like a sheet of beautiful purple snow all over jacarandas. They're falling, they're swirling, they're playing around with each other as they're dropping from the trees onto the grass and onto the ground, the sidewalk, the streets. And it's just carpeting the sidewalk, the lawn, the street. Everything is covered in purple flowers. Don't even get me started about that fragrance beautiful. All of this, the blooming roses, the jacaranda snow-lined streets, trees bursting forth. It didn't happen the night before to greet me when I walked out of the house this morning. It had to have been there all along. Yeah, a rose is not just a rose. A rose for me is actually recovery. I had years of struggle and after the struggle, you know, after the crisis and struggle, maybe there's calm, but that calm really was focused on symptom management. It didn't have me living even though I was alive. So that day was the first day that I felt alive because I could enjoy all that was around me. I wasn't merely existing. I was feeling what it was like to exist, to literally stop and smell the roses even if a voice had told me to do so. So, you know, recovery isn't about the absence of symptoms. You know, even the World Health Organization's preamble to its constitution states, health is a state of complete mental, physical, and social well-being. It's not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. And I had always thought that recovery or getting better meant that I would never hear voices again. And, and actually, that's not true. I did hear voices. I do hear voices. And it really was learning that there's all of this beauty. Like literally that day, it was like a light switched on and suddenly I could see the world and I could see where I was in the world. This sounds all really weird and like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But, but this is the best way I can describe that moment that I knew things were getting better. Didn't matter what my doctor said or my family said, oh, you're getting better. It really took that moment of the world just opening itself up to me and me being a part of that world that I realized, okay, things are really getting better because I can see it. I can feel it. So I know that there's a common phrase, stop and smell the roses. And I think that's absolutely true. 
there are times when we have to kind of take a moment and take in our surroundings. What about it is different? How do I react to that surrounding? How am I a part of what is happening around me? So when people ask me about how did I know I was in recovery? It really isn't about, oh, I got a job or I was able to finish school. Yeah, those things are critically important to be able to live independently, to be empowered, to make my own decisions, to work with my doctors, even to be, I would call it activated. I wasn't engaged. I was certainly activated finally at one point where I was active in making decisions um, with my providers about how I would like to move forward. I was no longer doing like treatment goals. I was doing what is it that I want to do with my life? And how do I want to do that? And how do I want to enjoy my life? How do I want to be with other people? How do I want to be in this world that has roses and jacarandas and palm trees and green that's all sorts of different colors? And how do I want to engage in all of that? How do I want to stop and smell the roses? How do I want to remember that a rose is sometimes not a rose? but it can be a symbol of recovery. So what is your rose? What is it for you where you realized, wow, I'm really moving forward. I'm really flourishing. I'm really doing those things that I have always wanted to do little by little. Because that's all it took for me was that one little step listening to that voice that told me to smell the rose. It wasn't this old big old deep thing. It was just smelling a rose. What's your rose? Thanks for joining me this week on Unapologetically Black Unicorns. Look forward to having you join us next week. And until then, like, subscribe, follow, all of those wonderful things that my producer says to do, but most importantly, share, because I certainly would love to hear more from the audience and others about what is their rose.